Welcome back to another episode of Stand Up But Please Fit In. If you're new to this podcast, hi, my name is Abby, and I basically talk about what's going on in Japan, comparing Japan with the rest of the world, and I also talk about how to be yourself when you're surrounded by a society that wants you to not be yourself. So, today's episode, I've decided to do a week in my life. Um, I usually watch this kind of videos on YouTube about how people spend their day, spend their week. So I don't know how it's gonna turn out on my podcast just talking about it. So hopefully people find this interesting. So basically, I decided, you know, I had a really long week this past week. I had a lot of stuff to do. And、um, this podcast is not about. My kid, obviously, it's about me and then sharing my side of the story instead of talking about the baby,、um, which he, my son, if you're new to this podcast, he's actually on my lap. He's very interested. He's actually really like being on this podcast. So,、um, this podcast is all about myself, but sometimes I bring up about my kid.、Um, so, this past week was pretty busy because. I went out every single day because I had to take my kid out.、Um, it's not that fun when you take out your kid for a long period of time, which is what I did this past week.、Um, so I'm going to be talking about that, but I wanted to share some inside scoops,、um, little tidbits, facts, and what happened. During those trips, so that's what I'm going to be highlighting on, not just talking about, oh, I did this with my child this day. So, um, yeah, so it was pretty stressful. So, um, I'm not going to be like talking about all the good stuff, you know, all the nice stuff. There's going to be parts where I want to talk about what a struggle this past week. So, I'm going to be transparent. I like to be transparent, sometimes a little bit too transparent. I think I should probably cut that down when I'm at work, but I don't know. I just I feel like I don't want to lie and be myself in that way, which is basically what this podcast is about, right? So, let's get started. So, I post this podcast on Tuesday midnight. So,、um, if you're west of Japan, mostly like in Europe or the America side, this podcast gets posted on a Monday. But I,、um, so I'm gonna start this podcast from Tuesday because that's when I start this podcast. And then from Tuesday to Monday, that's when I'm gonna have this timeline. So, Tuesday, this was what?、Um, October 4th. No, I'm sorry, October 11th. Well, Tuesday, October 11th,、um, I had to take my son for、um, vaccination. So,、um, if you're not familiar with kids, is that you need to give them a lot of injections/slash vaccination at a really young age.、Um, been taking my child since he was two months old, and then you get like 20 shots in the next. Well, four or five years, which is a lot for kids.、Um, some people in different countries they don't 
believe in vaccination. I think it was Australia and New Zealanders. I heard they don't really believe in taking vaccinations. You know, that's, you know, that's how the culture is. Um, United States, they have different kind of vaccination. I heard from a friend that they give vaccination on their, like they give injections on their thighs instead of your arm which is another weird thing so it's so different within different countries and different cultures so yeah so this is kind of like the top um the format of this um podcast is so basically this whole week was about me taking my child out but i'm going to be talking about little informations like this which is i learned on the throughout this week about how interesting different cultures are so, okay, so I took my child for an injection, and the injection that he had this past week was called BCG. So BCG is basically the injection fights against tuberculosis. Tuberculosis. So um, I had it when I was a child, because obviously I live in Japan. In Japan, you mostly like to get this. But what was different about him and I is that apparently, I don't know, maybe the vaccination has gone better where um, he only has to take it once in his lifetime well I had to take it three times and one of them was two of them sorry was in elementary school where I had I knew what was going on which is so bad so BCG uh, for people that are not familiar actually um, I found out that Europeans know about BCG only the Americans are not familiar with BCG. So what it is is that, as I mentioned, it fights against tuberculosis. But what's so crazy about it is that it's like a stamp. It has nine needles. So you stick that nine needles twice into your arm. And then from where the um, needles went, the vaccine goes through, seeps through where the hole was created. So... After he got injected twice, you have to wait for five minutes to naturally air dry so it goes into the skin. And it's probably the worst injection I ever had to have experienced in my life because I did it twice in my elementary school. So I know how much it hurts. So I did it three times in my lifetime because one was baby, twice was second and third grade. And it hurts. It really does hurt. Um, Yeah, so... He was crying hysterically for five minutes. The nurse was really nice at the pediatrician. She would play with the baby to keep him distracted. So that was an experience. And um, if you're also not familiar, he actually leaves a mark on your arm for the rest of your life, which is quite interesting. So um, I remember... I do still have the scars, so I Americans they don't take it, so they one of us, few of my American friends saw my arm and they're like, "What is that?" This was like when I was in middle school, high school, so I had to explain. There's this kind of vaccination. Yeah, so that was Tuesday, and fun fact about BCG. Wednesday, um, October twelfth is when I went into my office for the first time since I gave birth so I went to see my team with the baby and 
This was the longest time I took the baby out from the house. Usually it's only like what maximum four or five hours, but this Wednesday I was out for maybe like eight eight hours total because I went into Tokyo, which is an hour and a half away from where I live. And not only it was the longest that I've been out with the baby, I was also by myself. So it was so tiring. I mean, I could have gone home early, but I was like, oh, I'm already in Tokyo. Let me just do some shoppings. And that's why I was out longer than usual. So um, with the office stuff, I couldn't even finish my lunch because inconveniently, he just... Before we left the house, he did not drink milk, uh, the usual amount of milk in the morning. So he was hungry by the time it was noon. I thought this was not going to happen. Unfortunately, it did. So I had to feed him while we were having lunch. So I didn't really get to talk to a lot of my colleagues, which was so sad because they took some time out for me. And I just didn't finish lunch by the time lunchtime was by the time his lunch was over the entire lunchtime was over yeah so that's what happened when you have a kid right schedule don't go plan accordingly so after that um my manager and i had a one-on-one she already laid out what project i'm going to be working on and stuff that's going on in the office because let me tell you it's a fast-paced company so i've been gone for six months exactly and Tons of things have changed. Projects, of course. People, of course. It's just, wow. A little bit excited to be coming back because by the time, it's going to be another six months till I come back into the office. Again, more things will change. But it's nice to know that they really need me. So they're, every week they talk about when is she coming back, when is she coming back. So um, yeah, that's kind of um, exciting to know that. I'm still welcome. And people have not forgotten about me. Yeah, so um, that time when I was talking to my manager, this little boy was being really fussy. He was sleeping, so I have to like rock him, give him a pacifier and all that, give him a toy, all that stuff. And I basically like held him standing, talking to my manager, and he fell asleep. So I didn't really get to talk to my manager as much because she had to go to a next meeting. Yeah, another thing that's kind of annoying. You know, what can you do? I know um, a lot of moms during pandemic, like the height of pandemic in 2020, where nurseries were closed and they have to take care of the baby at home, baby, or even kids, you know, toddlers, while, you know, they have to work full time. And it was such a struggle. So I'm glad that by the time I put my kid into nursery, it's open. So I do feel for them that you just cannot get work done when you have your child in the house or like the same perimeter with you. So that was um, the office trip. It was nice to see everyone. Everyone's doing well. Few people quit, but most people are still there. So um, yeah, so after I decided to say bye to my people at office, you know, I was already in Tokyo, so hey, why not? I want to go check out some, you know, clothes. I went to Shinjuku. 
I'm not a huge Shinjuku person. My husband's very good at navigating Shinjuku because he worked there when he was, you know, in college. So it's Shinjuku,、um, if you're not familiar, it's one of the biggest、um, train stations in Japan. I think it's bigger than Tokyo Station.、Yeah. A lot of lines, it's very confusing. Very hard to navigate around.、Um, yeah, so I wanted to go to a couple of stores there and get some snacks for my husband on the way back because from Shinjuku, I can take just one train back home. So I'm not a huge fan of that train line, which is another story, but that's something that I decided to do because why not, right? So I went to Shinjuku and I got lost on the way to the store that I wanted to go to, which is、um, typical. <laughs> so,、uh, instead of taking what, like five minutes to get to where I wanted to go, I think it took like what, 10 minutes. So, just double the time, maybe a little bit more. Because,、um, let me tell you,、um, if you're mom or dad, you know, having a stroller and navigating around town anywhere it's,、oh, takes double amount of time because. Strollers cannot go through stairs and escalators, right? You have to take the elevator. And obviously, because I was gone for a long time, I did not take like a carrier. I took a stroller. And yeah, it's just so annoying because you have to find an elevator and it's just not convenient. And one thing I hate about commuting is just taking a long way out or even just waiting. I'd rather walk. To places, then wait for like a train or escalator or a bus or whatever. So that's something that I get annoyed. I just hope that he grows up a little bit more so he can walk. Although, you know, you baby is not gonna get any smaller, it's con- constantly gonna get bigger. So, you know, I should enjoy this moment too, right? Yeah, so. Um, I got lost, but I was just walking around town and I realized that I look like a complete hobo compared to you know, people around who are there for whatever.、Um, so, obviously, this was what Wednesday afternoon. So, most people that are out are either you know, businessmen or 20 year olds, and those 20 year olds. Happened to be dressed really cute, and compared to me, I look like a hobo. So I felt really self conscious. I was like, oh my god, what is wrong with me? Why do I dress like this? And I kind of felt old and not belong in that place. Well, compared to these 20 year olds,、um, I have money. So I do have more advantage, but I felt really self conscious. Just being there. So I realized that、um, I will dress up a little bit more when I go out. I don't care how lazy I am. I think it's part of it is because、um, I haven't had time to switch my winter and summer clothes. So it's still like in between. I just, it's been pretty busy, you know? Because、um, whenever I want to do it, you know, the baby's sleeping because he sleeps in our bedroom, right? So. It's just,、um, I can't make noise, and by the time you know, he's awake and stuff, I have to take care of the baby, and that's something that's annoying. But、um, if you go to Shinjuku, 
especially Shinjuku Sanchome. I just found out yesterday while I was watching TV that the area that I was there a few days ago with when I was taking the baby, that area is pretty posh. I didn't know because I'm not a, I don't I'm not familiar with that area, you know. So people dress really cute and people are just a little bit more fashionable. So I found out about this few days after I was there. So I realized, you know what? I'm going to be a little more careful with what to wear when I go out. Wow, you know, you know what's funny? I've been mentioning this a few times. Every time I'm on my recording my podcast, the baby falls asleep. He's completely asleep now. It's interesting. You know, I think my voice is soothes him. I kind of like reading a book, so Hopefully that's, you know, helps. Um, he's about to fall asleep actually, but he's basically asleep. Oh no, he's awake, but I know he'll fall asleep again. Okay. Hello. Anyway, so that's what I felt. Um, but long travel day with... It just because like, um, you know, I was out for eight hours and I was like, okay, you know what? I want to be back for the second feeding. I don't want to do it over there in Tokyo. So I was just like fanatic going around trying to like finish you know going to the store I wanted to go to and then getting you know snacks for my husband and you know trying to keep the baby um, entertained so that was the Wednesday Thursday was a checkup it's called a four-month checkup through the city but my baby's already five months, so I don't know. Um, they do it by birthday, so anybody, any baby that was born in the month of May had that same checkup day on Thursday. So we went, checked his weight and height, and he's basically average. Also, um, like the pediatrician was there just checking everything, and the nutritionist was there teaching us how to feed um those um solids so that's something that the baby will try soon i haven't really had the time to give solids well it starts in japan it starts with giving porridge i think a lot of asian cultures they start with giving like really watered down porridge i had to look up what people give in western cultures for the first you know i know um I think someone out of my friend group gave like fruits, but I think a nutritionist told us not to give fruits because fruits have a lot of sugar. Um, so it starts with rice and then you give mashed vegetables. Then it goes on to tofu and it goes on to like fish. That's like white meat. It's very Asian, right? So I thought it was pretty interesting that they do this. It's very different compared to other cultures. But I'm not quite sure about Western culture. So, but I think it's so interesting that they already give out fish. Well, protein is important because, you know, that's what you need to grow muscles and brain. Obviously, um, if you don't have a baby, your breast milk or formula has a lot of protein in. That's what the baby needs to grow. Um, So... The first part of um, solids is just what carbs, but eventually going to protein. Cause so, I don't eat eggs. I'm not a huge fan of eggs. 
eggs is another thing that you give out to your kids and i don't really like eggs i don't cook eggs so um yeah something that maybe my husband can do it for me yeah so and um at the um health checkup the lady that came to my house for two month checkup was there and let me tell you i'm not a huge fan of her well i did not like her when she told me that my child lives in japan and needs to learn japanese when i asked for um if they have english books available so what happened is that um the library gives out free books for kids when they go to the um the health checkup i asked if they have any english books The reason why I want English book is that this kid is going to nursery next year in a Japanese nursery. So this kid will not be, they will be reading Japanese books, right? And at home, I would like my kid to learn English bilingual. So better to have an English book at home, just if I can get a free one. I mean, obviously I can buy, but I'm not going to be reading Japanese books when he can learn that in the nursery. Then like the lady was like, well, you know, she she was like, oh, I don't know, I'll ask, but you know, she, you guys live in Japan, so you need to learn Japanese. And I'm like, well, is that a necessary comment coming from an old lady who doesn't realize that your country is messed up? Well, I don't want to use bad words, but is messed up and probably will not have a future because no one can you know speak or communicate with people from outside your own country so i was like really annoyed i did not like her after that comment she was there i'm you know like i'm a little bit conscious self-conscious about me being foreigner even though my kid is not So um, whenever, you know, I feel like sometimes they don't treat me right. Although, um, as I mentioned earlier, people treat me like much better outside because I have an accessory, aka baby. But she didn't even like call me or him by his name when we were like waiting. Other, you know, um, lady, which is like, what? Well, uh, sorry, midwives, they will like call the other kids by name and play with them. And with this lady, nurse, um, the midwife that came to her house, she was just not like, not really interested, just wanted to get it over with. And you can tell like, you know, I, I'm pretty good at that kind of stuff. And I do hold a grudge. Because I think it's just like something I should probably let it go. But I do hold a grudge. Because I had like traumatic experience when I was a child. So I don't like that. And this is why I put my kid or I made my kid Japanese. So he doesn't have to go through that, you know. So just something that I've noticed, you know, I don't think I'll see her again. I hope I don't because I don't want to see her again. If I end up seeing her again, I would like to, um, yeah, change Oh, and then, but then, like, she remembered that my husband was asking about um, nurseries because we have to put our nursery. It's nursery up application time, and we've been applying for different nurseries. So that's something that she remembered. Like, yeah, you know, apparently you have to get, like, a pamphlet at the same place that we were at 
the health checkup. So after we were done with the health checkup, I went to go pick up some papers and she was just like told me, oh, you should do this and that. I'm like, okay, well, um, even if I talk to you, I don't really have anything to say. So bye. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I was thinking on my head because I really didn't want to talk. My husband really liked her, but I just don't like her. Yes. So that was my Thursday. Next is Friday. So Friday was um, passport day. So um, I picked, well, we went to apply for the baby's passport. Um, I already had like all the application written out or typed it out at home. And then we already took some pictures. So we did it at home. It took like one hour to try to get a good, decent picture. I know we took the picture when we um, went out to my office because he was dressed nicely for that day. So with the same clothes, we decided to take the picture on that day. But he was just, it's hard to get a baby's picture. And if you go to like a studio, uh, it just costs a lot of money. So I didn't want to deal with that. But yeah, um, passport was fine. Um, my husband took the afternoon off because, um, you know, I can do it myself, but I'm not a Japanese citizen. So it's better that my husband goes and like deals with that kind of stuff. Just because something happens where like emergency happens. Um, You know, when you're uh, a baby, you can't sign your own passport. So your, you know, um, guardian has to sign it and this they said that I could sign it but I just feel like it's better if my husband signs it just because you know like if some emergency happens then it's better that someone with the same nationality signs it you know so I decided to have him come another thing oh and then um so for passports um in Japan because obviously um you know first language is not Roman numeral uh, Roman alphabet um recently japan has created like a law where your japanese name um there's um like a rule for how to write your name in western alphabet like roman alphabets because there's been a lot of different variations of one same name but just typed differently and then I think Japanese government wanted to keep it uniform. So um, that's um, something that they recently did it. But for my child, um, the way we registered his name with the Japanese um, city is that his registered name is like a Japanese name, even um, characters, even though half of both of his names are... Um, well, one name, his first name is Japanese name, but his middle name is my name in a Japanese form. But when you convert that into Western Roman alphabet, it's written differently than how it's written in Japanese. Obviously, for first name, we decided that he'll have both same kind of same pronunciation but just written differently one is hindu and then one is in japanese but for middle name we wanted him to write it in my last name S spelling is the same so for that you need like a special um 
permission or something for middle name it's easy because you just have to show my identification and just like spell that way but for first name it's hard to show that because um he's not a dual citizen india doesn't allow dual citizenship um i did talk about this in my previous podcast so and um so we don't have like an identification but the way it's spelled is differently than how the japanese government recognizes it um but for some reason um it was fine it's only like the first time when you make a passport that you can set it because if you try to change the name or spelling you're not allowed to do it once it's created so i was reading an article about this some the place that we did it was a little bit more lenient we didn't have to show any proof but there's like an article where i saw that one kid had a name louis i think he's like half french and they needed to show like a proof of spelling or something of louis you know like government form or whatever but it's just like my kid that uh, louis does not have any like other japanese government uh other government official document that shows louis spelling so what this family did was that they went to louis vuitton's website because it's spelled louis right l-o-u-i-s printed it out and then showed it to the passport people to show like oh louis spelled like this and apparently they were um accepted that so i don't know like it's just too weird how japan does this so i thought it was really funny that um you know it's but most japanese people they don't really have that issue because the names are japanese right but people with dual citizenships um or people with dual nationalities known their half it's gonna get some issues with fixing the name another issue with my kid is well in japanese governments middle names are not recognized so when you have like a middle and it's obvious thing in rest of the world middle names are there so for to register under japanese government you have to put two names and you can't have a space it has to be combined into one so that's something that um that's a little bit annoying to do so you basically have like one giant long name mine is longer than his but just like one giant long name because there's no space but for um passport you're allowed to separate the middle name and the first name so um they were able to do that um excited to get his passport next week and everything went fine with the passport so um it should come in a week which is so fast um fun fact about me is that i've well technically i have but i've never got my passport renewed or created at my own country it's always been abroad whether it was u.s or japan well so i said technically i have so the the reason why i said technically i have is that i the first passport that i have created was um well my parents created was i was eight years old it was in india um before that you don't have a passport you kind of like depended under your parents it's kind of interesting they don't do that anymore i think you have to have your own passport even if you're a baby 
So I just so at that time、um, we did create one in India, but there was some error or mistake. So we decided to cancel that and create another one when we came back to Japan. So all my passports have been created outside my own country. So when that happens, you create it at your embassy, right? And embassy passports you have to like. Contact the Minister of External Affairs in your own country. So it takes like six weeks to two months. I think it takes a long time because the last passport that I、um, renewed, which was what three no five years ago, two thousand seventeen, five years ago.、Um, so I remember、um, the passport before was when I was.、Um, In San Francisco, when I was in U.S., and they were like, "Oh, we have to contact San Francisco," when they were creating my passport in the recent one. So that takes what, like, few days, maybe like a week or two. So that was so funny that all my passports have been made abroad. So for me, it takes a long time. But I guess if you create a passport in your own country, it takes like a week, which is so I can pick up my. This baby's passport next week. Well, technically this week because it's already Monday now. Next week, so yeah,、um, that was、um, fun and that was great. So all、oh, a big chapter has been you know resolved, and my husband took a、uh, afternoon off. So I told him you know you just go out and exercise. So I'll take care of the baby, you know, because he doesn't really get to do that during the weekdays. And、um, yeah, so a little incident happened. I'm gonna, you know, be transparent with you because it happens.、Um, while I was trying to put him to bed, the baby to bed,、uh, the washing dishwasher finished. So I tried to like take out the dishes a little bit. He was being a little bit fussy, and I put him into. I didn't put him onto this crib.、Um, I had him on my bed and. You can see where the story is going. He fell out of the bed. I was gone for twenty seconds, and oh my god, he cried and cried and cried. Um, so I was so shocked. Um, but um, so yeah. Um, well, I don't want to like justify anything, but similar thing happened. When he was a month old, where um I accidentally dropped his phone, my phone on his head, like between his nose and his eyes, and he cried more than than he cried when he fell from the bed on Friday. So um I checked his head, nothing was like any nothing was wrong. I think what happened was that、um, he was wearing a sleeper. Sleeper is kind of like a blanket, like you like baby wears, because baby toss and turn, so you don't want to put a blanket over because then like the blanket might get caught and then might not be able to breathe. So you wear like a like a vest, like a jacket, to keep it warm. And also, when I saw him fall, his head was on my husband's slipper, so. Maybe that helped with a concussion or something like hitting down on the hardwood floor. So、um, he stopped crying in five minutes, which was like really rare. And I think he was tired, so he fell asleep. I was like, I basically watched him all night and this entire weekend to make sure 
nothing was abnormal um on friday when he fell he fell safe for like 30 minutes i was so scared because he might have a concussion um i tried to wake him up and he woke up fine and then like after that he was just like smiling and giggling and he was normal and i was just like really scared that are you sure this is normal and i kept you know like making sure everything was fine um throughout the night and this entire weekend i was just not able to sleep i was really paranoid about what if he's gonna get like a late concussion or late bleeding he's not even he was not bleeding no pumps or any like dents no bruises i think the blanket helped like the sleeper fall asleep on the uh fell down on the slippers helped i don't know what it is but maybe some miracle happened oh, he's snoring haha <laughs> But he's normal and you know i really had that mom guilt um i just had to look up everything's fine and even like apparently a lot of people go through this you know people kids babies kids falling out of couches beds numerous times and um so this weekend was just like really stressful i could not get any um like like i just didn't have a good weekend because i was constantly worrying about the baby um i'm still tired um just had like a really bad weekend to be honest i tried to make myself make myself feel better by going to my favorite coffee shop and just get coffee but still like nighttime i'm just like worried sick about oh, what's gonna happen and you know i did not take him to a doctor probably should have but i think he's okay because he's normal everything is fine so um i'm just keep going to monitor him and making sure everything is fine but yeah so i'm just being honest you know this kind of stuff happens and like i mentioned earlier i'm a type of person i think um this is probably coming from you know my past with my parents my parents they like to sh only show the good stuff and they don't like people to see the bad stuff of you because people are judgmental but for me i don't really care if people are judgmental i like to be honest and true to myself that you know i don't want to just sugarcoat things and show that life is just pretty because you know my life is hard too you know i obviously there are people that go through worse than me so i'm not comparing but i like to show people that i have hard times too so people know that you know i'm a human and maybe people can relate to what's going on because i think that we should normalize not being perfect right so that was something that i experienced this past weekend um highlight of yesterday which is sunday um i was really excited that i found one of my favorite pairs of underwear that i thought i lost i know it's really random a little bit tmi but i like to keep things you know it's kind when i have something it's i'm not a hoarder but when i have something i like to keep it for a long time like i like to treasure my stuff um 
So when I treasure stuff, so that means that I don't really buy a lot of stuff. When I buy something, I treasure it and I don't like to really mistreat it. So when I lose something or break something, it really does make me sad. And one of my favorite pairs of underwear, I thought I lost it. And I thought I lost it at the community pool because I think I lost another pair of underwear. This was like while I was pregnant. But this time, like, I know it was post-pregnancy that I went once or a couple times to the community pool and I thought I lost it. But it was just in another place. And I found it because I'm trying to clean out my summer and winter clothes. So I was so happy. So um, just, like, kind of made my day. And, um, yeah, so now it's Monday today and... I'm recording this podcast and I'm going to try to change winter and summer clothes so, you know, I can prepare for the winter because I was on watching the news and I found out or I heard that Japan is going to have a short fall. Um, it's been kind of rainy and we haven't had like a nice fall day where it's sunny, less humidity, and um, the temperature is nice and cool, but still warm. So I'm a little bit disappointed because fall weather is so much better than summer, to be honest. So um, I should enjoy the days when the weather is nice and sunny. It's like fall. Yeah, so um, that's been my week in the life. Um and little bits of fun fact about, um, you know, what's going on. So, okay. So thank you for listening and I'll talk to you next time. Bye.